Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello. Before we get to episode 191 of See You Next Wednesday, we have something to tell you about. Right? <laughs> So far, so good, Dan. Yeah. Uh, we so ha- far, so professional, Dan. Totally. We've got to keep it conversational yeah. uh, to let the people know that we are co-hosting. This doesn't sound like a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> we're co-hosting, a, or co- we're co-presenting, I believe, sponsoring. Yeah, we're presenting. A, a film festival in Toronto called Video Drunk, which takes place December 3rd to the 5th at the White House Studio Project in Kensington Market. Uh, 277 Augusta Avenue. What is Video Drunk Film Festival, Casey? <laughs> I'm glad you asked, Dan. <laughs> uh, the Video Drunk Film Festival features an eccentric breed of outlaw cinema. I'm not reading this directly off the screen. Uh, with an eclectic mix of films ranging from experimental and underground films to straight up independent horror and alternative comedy. They've got, like, shorts and yeah. uh, and feature lengths. They mm-hmm. got everything. Yeah. Each night is going to bring you a block of short films at 8 o'clock, followed by a feature at 9.30. Doors are at 7 o'clock, short films at 8.30, feature at 10. These are 19-plus events, so bring your ID and viewer discretion is advised. Yeah, might free be Free admission. Yeah, free. That? So totally viewer, free. Viewer discretion is advised. Sounds like you, you might see a boob. Might oh, see yeah. a boob. Or, a, like, murder or two or something. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. something or a little some guy's blue. Ding dong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could... You could see a boob. You could see a ding dong. <laughs> a boob and a ding dong? No, they don't. They never. They never cross the stream. They okay. never see a boob dong. Yeah, a boob dong. <laughs> I, I heard that's Roger Corman's new film. A boob dong. So, video drunk. Uh, you can go to their website, videodrunk.wordpress.com. Mm-hmm. Check it out. The White House Studio Project in Kensington is like an art space. I've heard it's very cool. I hear yeah. it's really great. Yeah. I know. I know bands that have played there and they totally yeah. ripped it up. Yeah. Yeah, and they did this last year. And from what I've read, they have a mix of of, you know, uh, new to Canada. These are some of these films will be debuting in Canada for the first time. Oh. And, now, now, Dan, uh, did you just say nude Canada? Nude in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> just like us. That's yeah. also a upcoming, <laughs> yeah, noted. also We're an upcoming Roger Canadian. Corman film. Yeah. Nude Canada. Nude Canada. <laughs> it's one of those shockumentaries. Welcome to Lauren Green's <laughs> Nude Canada. <laughs> Not Warren Miller? <laughs> Deep cut. Anyway, video drunk. Uh, check it out. Go to their website, videodrunk.wordpress.com, and we will see you at the movies.
Hello, welcome to episode 191 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode is dropping on Wednesday, November 18th, 2015. Did I say it's episode 191? Uh, you did. In if the, I didn't, in I did the, it again. Wasn't listening. My name is Dan Gorman. I don't know where it came from. Look at the publisher. Handbook for the recently deceased press? Yeah, <laughs> I know what movie Dan saw recently. My name is Casey Lyons, and tonight's show is brought to you by Popcorn. Don't just corn, popcorn. <laughs> I know what Joe, you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Greg LeGrove, and got struck by lightning while holding hands with a 12-year-old. We switched bodies. Now I have to go to class. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have tons of stuff to talk about this week. Two of us saw Spotlight while one of us went to theaters and... Love the Coopers? Did it? Maybe? Yes. Did I love the Coopers? We'll find out in Film Roulette. We listened to an album by Speedy Ortiz. We will roll for movies for next week, mm. and then we will uh, tell you about something that's on the horizon, maybe. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, but first... I don't know what you're talking no. about. Ooh. I don't know. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I rarely know what's going on. <laughs> we spoke about it earlier on the internet. I know what we're talking about now. Uh, Mid-bit, I figured it out. Yeah. Mm. It, before any of all that happens, please go to iTunes and rate and review us. We love it when you do that. Please do it. Email us at info at modernsuperior.com if you have any feedback with the things that we're talking about. No. Go to modernsuperior.com and comment on our discus threads under any of our podcasts. It doesn't even have to be ours. And you can also tell all your friends about us in real life yep. by telling them to go to facebook.com slash synwpc or twitter.com slash synwpc. That's mm-hmm. how you find us. That's where we're at. That's what we want you to do. Rate us and review us. And now we will start talking about stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's get into junk. Junk. Yeah. Things we have been watching this week. New In the news, I wrote down one piece of film-related news this week. Yes. I wrote down, because I saw it today... Val Kilmer hopes oh, yeah. to return in Top Gun 2. Oh, hopes. Oh, hopes. I thought he definitely did. No. Oh. So he uh, uh, he went to the press <laughs> and said, uh, Hey, guys. L- ladies and gentlemen, I'm, gl- I'm glad you all uh, <laughs> gathered here today. I, uh, I really hope they put me in that Top Gun movie. I think he basically, uh, in so many words, was just like, I'd like to return for this movie. But I don't think they're at the. Po- I don't think they're at a point where they are ready to say like, "This is the movie. We're no. this is what we're doing." Like I think no. it's just is this a, even like fully greenlit. Is it happening for sure? I think it's a thing that's happening, but I think it's just on its way to happening. I don't know like if they've mm. even written a script or what no, the no. plot's going to be. How are they going to make Iceman puffy? Yeah, like Val it's Kilmer like, is. Yeah, plot yeah. points. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I was kind of like. Do we need Top Gun 2? What no. do you guys think? I don't no, think so. No, we don't at all. It's one of those weird We barely things. need Top Gun 1. Yeah. <laughs> like, Top Gun, is, it's like if they made Days of Thunder. It's like, these are movies that were such smash hits, but, like, does anyone actually care that much? I, I, get, I get people really love Top Gun. Yeah. Like, it's a, it's a, you know, fun movie from your childhood. I somehow missed it, even though I saw everything in the fucking world. That, yeah. that blows my fucking mind. I just didn't mind. see Top Gun, because I didn't see yeah. it when it came out. Mostly because I didn't care. <laughs> so it wasn't like a Tom Cruise fan, you yeah. Know, you know, like I don't know, whatever that guy. It just seemed like a movie about a handsome guy in airplanes. And yeah. Like, Neither of these things are my thing, <laughs> and uh, and so I didn't see it. And then everyone's like, "You didn't see Top Gun?" And I'm like, "Well, let's watch it." I'm like I just watched it, <laughs> which was like forever. And then I was like, "I just don't care." Yeah. So I saw it when I was like 27 or eight, and 
I was like, this like, is a horrible movie. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking I fucking loved it when I was a kid. I haven't seen it since I was oh, a kid. Really? Because I remember a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, uh, that's not going to hold up. No, it doesn't no. hold up in it's my so mind. Bad. It's, I, saw I mean, Top, it's really yeah. funny. I saw Top Gun and Days of Thunder like around the same time. Yeah. So I had when we did Days of Thunder for Time Bandits, I had these flashbacks where I was like, I thought this was Top. I thought these mm. scenes like I thought the like the sugar packet thing. Yeah. I was like, wasn't that in Top Gun? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. yeah, see, like I saw in Days of Thunder when I was a kid. So I mm-hmm. like Days of Thunder, and I'm like, yeah, yeah Days of Thunder. <laughs> but it's a horrible movie. I don't know I which didn't one's see worse. Days of Thunder until. We watched it for mm-hmm. uh, recently deceased right. podcast. <laughs> yeah, I don't like. Is it's it not deceased? Yeah, it's, 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 coma. Just, it's sleeping. Yeah, yeah. I do, like I don't know if it's just Tom Cruise, but I keep thinking of like, what's another movie that burned bright that you know probably has a small dedicated fan like fan base, but probably doesn't have a lot of people clamoring for a sequel. And I'm thinking like Days of Thunder, Cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> is that just like Cocktail. What, that was just the kind of movies that like <laughs> movies that. Burns like people went and saw these movies. No, I, I think Cocktail is a failure. Yeah. I feel like people okay. can go see that. I feel like people bought the soundtrack. Yeah. But I don't think it was a box office. They're like, we get it. Shazam. Spinning. You. Bitch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Spinning bottles. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of, I don't know, Top Gun. Mm-hmm. People seem to love it. Uh, yeah, yeah, why. but I think people like it as a as a cultural reference. I don't think right. that there's going to be like making it a sequel seems like not the move. If you're going to make this, do a remake for a bunch of dumb kids. Yeah, so that they can do you think if they guess. announced a Top Gun remake, people would be like, "Oh, not Top Gun." If you do, you're a dummy. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say Top it like Gun that. was made because of a Ray Ban ad a guy saw, right? Yeah, I isn't think that so. it? Yeah. Yeah. Which it basically is. It is. It's, yeah. a, it's an ad for Ray Ban yeah. and homosexuality. Yeah, I don't know. I've seen I've seen Top Gun twice now, I guess. And uh, other than it being about a school for flying <laughs> or whatever, I don't know what it's about. Flight I have school, no idea who the threat is in it or what happens during the climax yeah. or there's, why anybody's going on. There's very little threat. Yeah. There uh, is a threat, though. Uh, well, yeah. And are they yeah. just, I don't know what they want. Like, no more being inverted, Tom Cruise. <laughs> well, that's the threat. Yeah. Stay on the ground. <laughs> no more being, that's my favorite line from the movie. Yeah. No more being inverted, Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> don't you go inverting. <laughs> don't you fall in love with that inverted boy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Top Gun. I, heard, yeah. I know Tom Cruise said he would only consider being involved in it if there was going to be no CGI. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like, like something he'd yeah. say. Yeah, good for you. Nice yeah. move cuz now they won't do it and then you don't have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, I I don't I don't think I'll see it if it happens because I love no. yeah, like I said I loved it when I was a kid, but sure. but yeah. it, it hasn't carried on into no, no. like it hasn't fucking maintained the the no. mythos. Mm-hmm. No. Speaking qu- super quickly of remakes, I saw another trailer for Point Break, the remake. Yeah. I've stopped. I well like it was in theater so it it happened in front of me I had to watch it. Yeah. And I was and it was like the last trailer just showed like some flashes of action but this one showed a ton of stuff and I was kind of like I am going to see this movie. Really? I was I was sort of like just distanced myself from the original movie. This is just a movie cuz the guys in the movie they're not just like okay it's it's 2015 they're not just like we like skydiving and surfing it's now it's like we like the Ex- most extreme sports in the world yeah. and all that stuff looked awesome 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, let's just bike down this mountain and then like do a backflip off a cliff. And it looked pretty like, <laughs> I think, I feel like they must have just got some extreme sports people and said like, oh, do that, sure. do that thing where you jump off a cliff and we'll film it. And I'm kind of like, that's the way to do it. Yeah. yeah. It looked kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, all said right. young Dan Gorman. Said, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was definitely my eight-year-old going, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when I saw any of the trailers, I'd be like, if they didn't have the point break name stuck on this and that guy's not called Johnny Utah like yeah. I, I'd be I'd be like yeah I'll watch that not excited yeah. but like yeah. oh cool that I'll was like put a it fun on, stupid yeah. movie but yeah because they've tried to make it point break I'm just I don't care man <laughs> yeah, yeah I don't I don't care I just, that they made it but I'm not gonna do it, it. Or maybe yeah. maybe it'll be a loser. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys uh, see any other news that yeah, you wanted to talk about? I did. Okay. Uh, look, they're pretty yeah. close to uh, <laughs> news. Uh, they're pretty You're close to uh, signing Matthew McConaughey yeah. to be uh, the Roland in the Dark Tower. He'll be the gunslinger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think of that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What do you think, Greg? Dark Tower gunslinger. <laughs> uh, <laughs> What are you doing? Oh no! What is that? <laughs> it's like the Stephen King purr. <laughs> yeah. Um, I touch think... it. <laughs> I feel like it's a fine choice. I feel like it's like maybe the easiest choice or something. Yeah. Like he would have been the most. He like I guess this is because he's not going to be Randall Flag. Yeah. yeah. Which that would have been like the almost too on the nose. Yeah. You know, uh, casting. But uh, so this is like. I guess I'm fine with this. He was so good in Mud and Killer oh, Joe man. and some other stuff. Um, you know, the return of him has been very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, well, I guess yeah. I'm all right with it. I just, I, I, uh, I really love the uh, Dark Tower series. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that and, that's a very beloved property. Yeah, and that character is really good. I mean, he's very much based on the Clint Eastwood men with no name sort of thing. But Roland changes so much as you get his background and stuff like that as the series goes along. Um, I don't know much about. Yeah, yeah. I you know series. what? I was thinking about it this afternoon. I'm like, fuck me! I haven't even finished the damn series because there's so oh, many yeah. goddamn books. I'm, <laughs> I'm really I'm pretty deep in. I've read the yeah. Gunslinger and Drawing of the Three twice. <laughs> I have a bumper sticker that says, "Fuck me if you haven't finished the series." I'm so sorry. <laughs> It was in my head, and I was like, "Don't say that. That's not good." And I was like, "I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say that." <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah. I, it's fine. It's good. They should just get moving on this and do it. I know we're not gonna, sh- you know, pull it out of fucking Ron Howard's hands. So yeah. let's just get there. This just fucking fuck it up. <laughs> I just feel like they're gonna fuck it up. Yeah. I mean, they have to doing it right with it's. It's gonna be movies and a TV show because two of the books that you absolutely have to have there don't really need to be movies because mm-hmm. they don't really feature any of the main cast. Okay. Or there's a or like younger versions of people and there's so much, you know, dipping through different dimensions and time and all kinds of fucked up stuff. So I don't know. If so if they really go at it, yeah. Uh, maybe it'll be great. But I don't want it to I don't <laughs> want it to be all Ron Howardy, man. It shouldn't be Ron Howardy. <laughs> <sighs> I saw that trailer where for his Moby Dick movie and I was like, who is this movie for? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh Wait, that's Ron Howard? Yeah. I saw that and I was like, mm, big whale. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I was kind of down. I'm not like, I don't mean like, yeah, I just, it it was a trailer. It doesn't look like a bad movie. I was just no, kind of like, but no, it, it, like, I'm generally like Ron Howard movies, but yeah. they're like a third type of movie. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like, I don't know. Like when I saw the trailer for the, what was the last one he did with the, the, the Rush? Rush. Yeah. Rush. When I saw the trailer for that, I was Rush. like, 
oh, I want to see Ron Howard do this kind mm-hmm. of a movie. But when yeah. I saw the trailer for this, the Moby Dick movie, I just kind of thought, I don't need to see Ron Howard. No, <laughs> I want to see the Moby yeah. Dick movie because yeah. for the same reason, I was like, that's a big fish. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't care about the story. I don't yeah. expect it to be anything more than some, you yeah. know kind of spoon-fed, you know, ham-fisted garbage. But uh, it'll look great. <laughs> totally, yeah, that's know? true. Yeah. But, I, yeah, Ron Howard, he's, you know, uh, like, give me give me backdraft. I mean, that's kind of, sh- you know. <laughs> yeah, arguably one of his shabbiest movies. Well, but that's but what, entirely entertaining. Yeah, so entertaining, and it yeah. looks great, man. Yeah. The fucking, yeah, he's got, like, fire pornography going on in that movie. Yeah. It looks awesome, it's, and that's what I want from him. He gives me these, like, kind of light but kind of fun. Did that movie give you a boner? Yeah, I like a fire boner. Fire boner. <laughs> Ron Howard presents that, you know, it, fire boner. We, we cut to... Uh, Ron Howard boner guy and Stephen King boner guy in the same room trying to figure out what to watch, and they're both like Firestarter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this covers all our bases. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this gives me all sorts so, yeah. of boners. I don't know. There's a million really great characters. Not a million. There's like six great characters <laughs> <laughs> to cast and uh, knock yourself down right away. Department in yeah. yeah. uh, the Dark Tower series. Uh, so I mean. Yeah, yeah, God love them if they can get it right, but I don't. Yeah. I feel like this is too much. This, if this was handled, because you know, I feel like you don't need a giant budget to do it. There's no like spaceships or crazy fucking junk going on or dinosaurs. It doesn't need a huge budget. This is very much a uh, yeah. character driven thing, and a lot of it happens in a lot, in a lot of nowhere. Well, so, good. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe Ron How- Ron Howard's looking for an integrity pick, and this is the yeah, this maybe. Is the way to do but it. this is this is like somebody's going to have to work on this for a decade. You know, yeah. yeah, that's your life is this now, yeah, yeah. and it'd be. I'd but rather... his life was shitty Tom Hanks movies that were the well, those books. Uh... Oh, oh, god, yeah, he did those. The Dan he? Brown books. Oh, Ugh. Jesus, those, that was like the, two. The, or, that was god, a those are... Inquest or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a couple years, right? <laughs> is that a Canadian <laughs> reference that nobody's gonna get? Yeah, yeah. The... <laughs> is that a that's a Canadian reference that nobody's gonna get, including me? I'm only vaguely aware of what that is. Was that the video game? Uh, no, it was okay. a, it was a Canadian TV yeah, yeah, show because yeah, yeah, yeah. there was like a Da Vinci video game on the Macintosh that we had in all uh-huh. the schools, and I thought maybe that yeah, was no, Da Vinci's in quest. Yeah, uh, actually, not a bad show. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. You know the guy in uh, the Dead Zone, the deputy cop who turns out to be the killer. Sorry about the spoiler, but that movie's thirty years old. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know that guy? I vaguely. Ooh, the scissors in the face okay, guy. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Oh, scissor okay. face. Yeah, scissor face. Yeah. yeah, he's uh, he's the lead in Da Vinci's in quest. Okay. He's a Canadian actor, and he's fucking terrific. Cool. Yeah, it's actually a pretty good show. Sweet. Is that mm-hmm. on Netflix? Netflix no, it's, it's a Canadian show. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was yeah. there any other news? Uh, I feel like there was. Should have written it down. Oh, yeah. Uh, Gonna get a candy bar. Somebody somebody else was casting something, I feel like. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. But that was the one that really caught me was the fucking yeah. rolling shit, the Dark Tower. I mean, again, is, well, uh, anyway, what I was saying was if they got a smaller director, like somebody, I mean, obviously he's too much of an up-and-comer now, but somebody like a Denis Villeneuve or something, mm-hmm. somebody with a real eye, you know, somebody interesting that could really take this thing and run with it. The way that they took Peter Jackson, who yeah. was a fucking nobody, not a nobody, but, you know, as far as the, the mainstream public yeah. knew him, didn't know him at all. Somebody with an interesting vision who'd done some crazy movies in the yeah. past, like make this work. Yeah, let's yeah. see, let's get an interesting eye on this. Not a guy who's like nothing against Ron Howard. Again, I like a lot of his movies; they're fine, they're really watchable. But he's a Hollywood machine. You he's know? Too, yeah. like, too big scale, you think? Yeah, and I feel like it's just not going to go as dark as it needs to, or as or, or as arty as it needs to. Sometimes some of this shit is really fucking abstract. Yeah, and, yeah. For Stephen King, you, know? you think Ron Howard is a little more of a workhorse type of guy? 
as opposed to someone with with sort of a delicate eye. I don't think Ron Howard will go and get his hands dirty at this stage. Yeah, you know, he, this is like you got to be risky and a little, I don't know, outside of the box to make this really work. I think. Yeah, yeah. I, maybe I'm wrong, and he fucking kills it. I, I'm not, and he won't. <laughs> <laughs> but you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I feel like. All right. Yeah. Well, should we get to stuff that we've been watching? Sure. Mm. I got a bunch of those. I've got one. I've got a couple, but the one I really, really want to drive home here is this week I watched Paddington. Yeah. I I tried to find it because of what you wrote on Facebook. So Paddington is on my list of best movies of the year, 100%. Was it from 2015? Yes. I thought it was 2014. No. It's on the Rotten Tomatoes 2015 list. Mm-hmm. So, and I, and I think it might have been something that was kicking around and then got officially released in Canada in 2015, which is what right. I do. Yeah, right. sure. There's a couple from my list that I was like, these I think came out last year, but they hit Canada in January or March or right. whatever. And I'm like, yeah. that's good enough for me. I saw it here in theaters. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Paddington is fucking delightful. Yeah. And from the word go, like from the opening scene, you're like, okay. This movie was marketed marketed incorrectly because the poster was just Paddington in like a tub going down like a set of stairs and there's like water and he's like, oh, no, mischievous uh, bear. How delightful. I'm not going to watch this movie. And then you watch this movie and you're like, oh, here's a fucking film that has been so well crafted, written and directed and performed and shot and art designed and the effects like everything about this movie fits together properly. And you never once think, oh, that's a nice special effect of that bear. You're like, no, this is a character. This is something with <laughs> you're emotions. Like, Holy shit, that bear is real. <laughs> yeah. No, but like, you know, when you watch like a kid's movie, you're like, oh, that's a nice like, you know, like effect. Yeah. Like you watch this movie and you buy that he has a journey and you buy that he has emotions. Yeah. And that there's something like it wasn't a movie that really like made me like tugged at my heartstrings or anything. But like you believe it as a film, you believe him as a character with an arc. Right. And and you believe everything about it. It's just and it's so funny. And it's directed by one of the guys that did a lot of directing for the Mighty Boosh, no. which oh. I didn't know. And so this movie is just like super British, super funny. It plays with a lot of like standard setups that you would see for like a kids movie. Like the dad has to dress up like a woman to go break into somewhere, and then and then the security guard there is hitting on him like he's an actual woman. <laughs> You're like, okay, this is Bugs Bunny. Yeah. yeah. But it 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 works. Everything is so funny. Like I was just. The fucking like so charmed, it is amazing. I loved it. Yeah, I just had such a good time watching it. Oh, great! So definitely, if you think Paddington's not the kind of movie that you would be interested in, I, I guarantee you, you'll find something to like about it. Like there's a there's like such a style to this movie. It's almost Wes Anderson-y. Like there's That's, a lot I, I of like I got that yeah. feeling uh, from uh, a trailer I saw, and I sort of happened upon the trailer because there's nothing about a Paddington movie that makes me go, "I got to see that Paddington yeah. movie." Uh, but yeah, I saw something. Uh, I saw a trailer where I was like, "This looks very artfully mm-hmm. done." It's really funny. I laughed a lot. I love that. Yeah. Hmm. So definitely go watch Paddington. I think everybody listens that listens to the show will find something to like about it. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, there's one big thing, or there's a couple big things I want to talk about uh, yeah. that came out on Netflix recently. Yeah. Uh, but before that, uh, it will keep in the vein of uh, the best movies of 2015. Yeah. Uh, I saw uh, Me and Earl and the Dying Girl. Yes. Oh, I saw that yeah, as well. To see that. Yes. I saw. I saw it based on your yeah. recommendation, or you're talking about it on the show. Oh man, man, <laughs> do I ever cry a lot these I days. Know. 
<laughs> right? Damn the it. End, the ending of that movie, when I saw it, like, for me, I cry more in theaters than not because it's so, like, you can't escape it. It's right I there. cry yeah, yeah, more yeah. everywhere. <laughs> I am these but, days. Yeah. It's, it's a nightmare. The finale of this movie, when I saw The Fault in, my, in Our Stars, I was like, okay, this is getting me pretty close. And then this movie was like... You want to try and not cry as hard as you ever have in your life? Yeah. Here you go. Good luck, <laughs> fuckface, because god damn it, it's so cute mm-hmm. and so funny. And there's parts of it that are like, I don't like this. I don't like these little, uh, you know, subtitle or not subtitle, but I don't like these little uh, placards that they have for the for the scenes kind of thing. But as you go along like there were things about it that i didn't care that much yeah. for at the beginning no, but I as agree. you go along you kind of go like this is a sweet teen movie yeah like this is a really sweet movie for teens who uh uh like the breakfast club and stuff but want you know their own version yeah mm-hmm. and uh it's a very different movie than the breakfast club yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh but it's got that that same real real flavor and and it's a movie that wouldn't have succeeded as as much as it did without the exact performances that were given totally uh, and and those performances are fucking perfect. It's so achingly sweet, mm-hmm. but without any sort of like, uh, all right, fucking pull it back. This movie knows what it is and is unashamed to be that, to be like a really nice, sweet teen movie um, with little things that happen and then one thing that happens and then you just cry for the rest yeah. of your life. <laughs> uh, yeah. Early on in the movie, there's a scene where they go to like a record store and I was like, the camera, the way the camera moves around, it's like really taking its time to like pan down to like records and things to like make sure you see them. And I was like, okay, buddy, like you're 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 putting my face in it a little bit. I know. Okay, I saw that you put that you set dressed it with the right labels yep. for me, and and I and I was ready to to put myself at a distance with the style, but yeah. then I eventually just fell completely but the in love thing is, with it. The style of the movie uh, is like so fully mirrors yes. the main character. hundred uh, percent. And, and, and that is, and so the movie's a little heavy handed sometimes, but, but it knows it be, is yeah. and it's supposed to be, and it's fucking great as a result of it. Because at the end, when, uh, every, when the kind of rug gets pulled out, you're just, you've, been on that journey because yeah. if you're watching that movie chances are you were that kid a little bit yeah um uh, or at least you can identify a part of what that kid was mm-hmm. because everybody feels empty uh, like everybody feels a little bit empty uh, uh like about their their high school uh, you know days yeah. there's a little bit of emptiness that they feel mm-hmm. things that they should have done things that they regret having done but uh so this the the main character just really speaks i think honestly yeah. to uh, uh mm-hmm. to the sort of high school experience <clears throat> uh but that kid is also much funnier than you probably yeah. were in the high school the whole movie is hilarious oh it's, so, it's funny. so funny and the kid that plays earl so is funny. like my fucking favorite now <laughs> uh I, and i he's go- going on there's there's something he's going to be uh in something sort of high profile uh which i was like good because mm-hmm. this guy needs to be something yeah the main guy too he's fucking great yeah uh, anyway, I don't want to go on too much, but God damn it, see that movie. Yeah, yeah just thinking about the ending, man. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. With that Brian Eno song, perfectly picked, but almost a little bit obvious. Uh, like, yeah. you're right, yeah. Yeah, but but it, it's it's a movie that sets out to get a job done, and it gets the fucking job done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and you know who's fucking great in it? John John Bernthal? Is that how you pronounce Joe it? Joe Bernthal. Bernthal. 
Fuck, I don't know. Yeah. Punisher. Anyway, the guy I fucking <laughs> the guy I hated from Walking Dead. Yeah, he's great in this movie. I've liked him in everything but Walking Dead because I couldn't yeah. stand him on fucking Walking Dead. Yeah, I didn't like him. And uh, everything else I've seen him in, I'm like, well, this guy's terrific. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't and get this it. Is, this is no different. Just I heard little... that there's a new Walking Dead spinoff, and it's going to be called Fucking Walking Dead. Yeah. <laughs> the Fucking Dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, how about what that? Have yeah. been seeing? What have I been seeing? Um, I feel like a lot of what I watched this week, um, we're going to talk a lot about. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so do you want to just jump into that? Um, I watched. I finished season one of uh, Master of None. Mm-hmm. That's oh, what I spent now. most of my time doing. Boy, that was terrific. I yeah. just can't wait for more. I love, love, love that show. We I went on and more. on about it last week. Immediately. Uh, which, uh, yeah, it's so, so good. If you haven't started watching it yet, please do. So, um, the two big things then watching this week, um, I don't know which one to start with first, but I'm assuming this is what you're talking about. We've got two things to talk about. Yeah. Uh, Bob and David. Yeah. And uh, new John Mulaney. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, yeah, those are definitely the two yeah. things that I want to talk a lot about. Yeah. Uh, my quote was from uh, with Bob and David. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I noticed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you guys, I, I assume, have seen the whole thing. I, no. No, I've only seen the first episode. I've what? Seen, yeah, yeah. I've seen like four or five. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm slower with these because I want to la- want to make them last. So, uh, so did I, yeah. but then th- it was never going to yeah. happen. I was yeah. just on a train of finishing uh, Master of None, and uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't yeah. say a lot this week. I was very busy. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So I, I, got, watched... I got in the first episode. Yeah. Which I had seen some clips from already. The, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they'd released that the, the poker, poker game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which oh, had they? <laughs> which is a weird one to release because I feel like that is so connected to that episode. Yeah. It, no, it I don't know. When I saw it on its own, I laughed. Yeah. Okay. I was oh, like, it, terrific. Yeah, I I think, I think it works on its own, but yeah. then it works as like okay, uh, it's it's Mister Show. Yeah, this yeah. is Mister Show. Yeah. It's not even. I'm assuming they just had some issue with the, getting the rights to their own name of their show. Yeah, which is I mean that happens. That's yeah. why Army of Darkness isn't called Evil Dead Three. And yeah, you know, I don't. Junk. I, well, I I don't know if that's what it is. Either but... that or they just wanted like <sighs> it there to be a difference. Like, yeah, well, this isn't Mister Show, but it is. So we'll it just totally call is. it with. It's just yeah. <laughs> It's it's Mr. Show. Like yeah. I mean, they they start out live and then uh, uh, or not always Most start of the time, out live. The first yeah. one doesn't. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. But but then they go like they and, start and, doing and, more live stuff in the next. But couple, Mr. Yeah. Show didn't always start out on stage. Yeah. It's just it's introduced on stage mm. and then uh, and then it goes into sketches yeah. and all the sketches are uh, woven together in in some loose or very intricate way. Yeah. yeah. To be honest, the first episode it took me a while to ease back into it because it has been so long since I watched Mr. Show. Yeah. Even just revisit it. Or just waiting for it too. There's yeah. a lot of weight you put on it. You know? yeah. Much like the uh, uh the Evil Dead show. Yeah. I yeah. don't know if I mentioned, but I rewatched the first episode of that okay. and loved it. I didn't rewatch the first episode, but I watched uh the episodes two and three. <laughs> yeah. Uh and uh, uh I love it so much. <laughs> it's so now. fucking good. It's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, I was hanging out with Diggs, and we so we were about to watch episode two, uh, but Athena hadn't seen one, so we yeah. started over and watched one again, and I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not everything works, but it's a TV show. It's yeah. a little bit of stabbing everywhere, right? Yeah. yeah. Very good show. Anyway, so there is some of that weight I felt with uh, Bob and David as well. So like when as soon as it was in, I'm like, oh, we're just like rolling. Yeah. Like this is just a fucking Mr. Show episode. Yeah, yeah. And even with the uh, with the opening, like the design of the opening credits that they yeah. have, I was like, oh boy, I really, Very I really, Python. I really don't like this. The first episode, but then like the third or fourth episode, I was like, I really like this. But in a way, it's like it's that kind of Tim and Eric thing. It's like 
it's kind of gross to look at, but at the same time, I'm intrigued by it. I like yeah. the opening. Just like it looked, it really seemed flying it's crazy. Yeah, to me. But the oh, show always has. The, sorry, you're, you're talking like about the actual title credit yeah, the, sequence. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Which I assume was created by the weirdos who did those YouTube videos. That must be. Uh, yeah, probably. I fucking love those things. Yeah, but it did remind. It was very. And yeah. Athena pointed out too. It's like super Monty Python. It's, but they always have been in the yeah. Python every. Not every, but most uh, Flying Circus episodes had a, had a weird, you know, right. pull it all yeah. together, you know, uh, which is so hard to do. Uh, yeah. Man, I don't know. Maybe I was just blinded by the fact that Mr. Show is one of the most important things in my life ever. Yeah. Like, that's that, like one of the most uh, shaping things in my yeah, life. Yeah. No, I and mean, I, I, I know a lot of people who like, like Mr. Show. Like, I love Mr. Show. And I'm like, yeah. no, you don't. Yeah. Because yeah. I know Casey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the, like the thing, I, I've seen every episode of Mr. Show of yeah. the original series. I've seen every episode over 40 times. Sure. Uh, well yeah. over 40 times, yeah. probably. I watched um, the shit out of Mr. Show in college. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like there was a, there was a point where I just, my whole life was yeah. dissecting everything about that show. Yeah. Uh, and it's amazing to see them all like like once my sort of like taste reacclimated to the Mister Show style, I was just like, oh boy, it's like they never left. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, it, it and it feels like Mister Show, but it doesn't feel embarrassing. Yeah, like uh, some of the not... sketches in the first few episodes, I was like, this is fucking brilliant. Still, yeah. still absolutely able to just make a brilliant thing. The, like the the sketch. Um, with the guy in the bar calling pe- women calling that aren't around cunt? cunts. That is one of the funniest. Like, that's, it starts and you're that's like, one what my... is this sketch? What is this going to go to? I don't know what I think about this. And then it just, oh, like, turns. It. Like, all of the sketches just turn in those, br- like, in that brilliant kind of Mr. Show way where you're like, holy shit, this is, like, next level. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is that is a fucking, that's a. Uh, it's we- it's oddly comforting uh... to be watching Mr. Show again. Oh, it's it's so comforting, and I was so heartbroken when there was only four. Um, but I'll just—is there only four episodes? Yeah. Then I've seen them all. Oh, okay. Yeah, what? there's only four. No. Yeah. I can't go home and watch. Are you serious? There's only four episodes. Yeah. Jesus. And that's all that's coming. Yeah. Oh, they're gonna make more. Yeah. Um, but that's all for now. Huh. Um, oh my god. Their you know schedules what? clear up. Awesome. Yeah, uh, heartbreaking but awesome. Sure, but there's going to be more. Let them do it at their own fucking pace. And if they, they obviously no one's making them write or do things in a certain way. So yeah, yeah, let them do just... it however the fuck they want. Is hey, I'll yeah, take yeah. four like pretty brilliant episodes <laughs> over like a ton and have some of them be spotty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing that's the thing that I loved about about with Bob and David was that there's a couple of sketches that weren't funny, mm. but in Mister Show there was a couple of sketches that weren't funny. But yeah. you're like. I fully understand the scope of this. Yeah. And I understand kind of what they're going. I don't know. That sounds dumb. But, uh, but they were, it was all very Mr. Show esque without feeling like a, a rehash or a retry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It didn't feel member. And, sorry, I like, it didn't feel like member. Yeah. yeah. You know? No, at all. And the funny like, thing I don't is, think, well, like, I don't, will we see any famous characters? I feel like probably not. Oh, I really doubt it. Yeah. I, I, there, there will not be a Ronnie Dobbs. There yeah, will yeah. not be a, uh, that's um, what I was most, I think I agree. I was most happy about the fact that it wasn't like when you get things that are brought back and it's like, wink, wink, like you're saying, yeah. remember yeah, that it will bring back the Ronnie Dobbs. Yeah. That. I was, that the, you're right. hundred percent. The closest Greg. they came to that. And I loved this so much. It made my little heart smile. 
uh, in in the first sketch uh, when G- Jill Talley and everybody's back. Jill Talley's back. Yeah. Fucking John Ennis is back. When was the last time you saw fucking John Ennis do anything? And then John Ennis is there. <laughs> the fucking best. Uh, but uh, uh, but when Jill Talley's talking to, to Paula yeah. Tompkins and uh, she's talking about his heart and she's like, uh, uh, this isn't funny. Uh, 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 you know, it was like, uh, this isn't funny and this isn't any show, mister. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> And and the and everybody's back, like uh, not just like the the main cast kind of thing, but like uh, um, eventually, uh, you know, Brett Paisal shows up, mm-hmm. and and uh, um, oh shit, why am I blanking on her name? Oh, I had a long day, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, I'm really sad that I can't go home and watch more. I guess I can go watch the special, the making of yeah, special, but which is which is so much fun. Oh, fuck, uh, b- but it's but it's very information is not enough. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I, I was, I was kind of bummed about that, but, uh, but yeah, four great episodes. Whatever, man. They'll just do what they want. Next yeah. time they'll be like, this time we made seven. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because that's what we had ready. Yeah, you know, fucking well, a, man. That's good. And that's the thing. And they, they for did this the... kind of material, for this kind of comedy, yeah. this is the, absolutely the way to do it. Yeah, you know, you can put them all out at once. You don't have to wait a week. Yeah, normally you just would take over like a month or whatever for mm-hmm. them all to come out. You got them all at once, and like I don't know. First, I, I, I've had a hard time adjusting to how TV works now because, yeah. I mean, I like having everything, but also I sort of miss how old TV worked. Yeah. We've talked about it a lot, the universal experience and all that kind of thing. Yeah. But, I mean, for, for formats like this and, mm-hmm. and I know a lot of different things, it works so well that there's people really have control over the material in a different kind of way, particularly yeah. something like this, which is just like... There's just no risk in giving Bob Odenkirk and David Cross just, hey, take your time and make however of whatever, you yeah, know? Yeah. Uh, that's so cool. And, uh, yeah. And the thing is, Mr. Show is is very much, it's for everybody, you know, mm-hmm. everybody. But, I mean, I think it's most appreciated by uh, weirdo comedy nerds. Yeah. Uh, who, will, who just want to sit in their dark basement getting... Crazy high, yeah, yeah. and uh, and dissecting everything about each sketch, kind of thing. Or maybe that was just me. Yeah. This uh, I really wish that I uh, that I wasn't a dad who didn't smoke weed anymore. Yeah. Uh, I don't wish I was, uh, yeah. but because I I, I would st- I wouldn't be here right now. Uh-huh. I would still just be watching them over and over and over again to catch up uh-huh. to the yeah. rest of it. Yeah. Anyway, what was the other thing you wanted? John Mulaney, come back, yes. kid. Yes. Yeah. Um, John Mulaney, uh, new special. Uh, after the failed sitcom. Yeah. After so, the giant failure of a sitcom. Unbelievable failure. Across yeah. the board, not only did people uh, not watch it, those who did hated it. Hated it. Yeah. Especially people like me, huge John Mulaney yes. fan. I am a giant John yes. Mulaney fan, and I could not stand that show. No, it's the fucking worst. It, it really bummed me out. Uh, so, uh, new special. Um, yeah, Netflix exclusive, I believe. Yeah. 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 And it was just kind of like I think that I feel like there's probably a lot of pressure on him. He had to come out and hit it out of the park. Yeah, because and New in Town was uh, huge. Uh, yeah, huge and and extremely and did, and, well respected. Yeah, and how when did New in Town come out? Like when when's that? That's like almost five years. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a while. Yeah. yeah, and it was a sl- like a bit of a slow burn because mm-hmm. um, it wasn't until maybe about a year and a half ago that it really. I think when it went on Netflix, it was Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think it like, got oh, like a big boy. This is so good, yeah. you know. And like, and I would you had been telling me about it for quite some time and then I finally saw it and because New in Town is one of my favorite like uh, I, I want to say top 15 just to be safe but probably yeah. top 10 yeah. one of my all time favorite uh, uh, stand up specials yeah. because it's genius all the way through yeah yeah so funny yeah. I, I've seen it so many times in yeah. a short period of time um, 
So yeah, comeback kid. Uh, Dan, did you you saw it? No. Nope. Oh, oh, you didn't see it. No. Dan. Um, anyway, so he, I think there was a lot of pressure and weight on him to deliver. Um, and trying it for, and I know not not everyone's into him, which I find really weird. But anyway, I thought it was a fucking home run. Uh, like I adored it. I don't think there's any way that I was ever going to enjoy it as much as New in Town. No, no. Uh, so I went into it just going, just going to laugh. Sure, at John Mulaney. So for did a while. I. Me and, too. And uh, it, it in that respect, huge success. Yeah, insanely funny. Yeah, I've heard. There's two things in particular. Like I laughed to the point where I couldn't breathe, which he's he's one of the few people who can do that to me. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, like I, the, there's a there's a Back to the Future chunk in there. That's... <laughs> it's so good. oh man, this is so good. And I really, man, I really benefited from having just watched The Fugitive recently. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that is a, that's see that's a way. Um, I don't want to say too much about that. But no, but if, if you have free time before you're going to watch the John Mulaney special, maybe watch, watch the, Fugitive. the Fugitive, and then and then appreciate. See, and that that's the way that the comeback kid is uh, an evolution from New in Town because mm-hmm. the comeback kid is a better constructed stand-up yeah. than New in Town. And Absolutely. New in Town is brilliantly constructed. Yeah, but uh, comeback kid is is uh, uh, flawless and. And it wastes less time getting to the little perfect chunks of comedy that happen, mm-hmm. um, and they flow seamlessly together. It's. I was talking to, to uh, Matt Price about this at uh, Dan Gorman's birthday party. Um, I I love comedy more than anything else in the world. Yeah. Um, and there's nothing that I talk more humorlessly about than <laughs> comedy. Uh, so I'm so sorry if this is insanely dry, but uh, but the craft his the way he crafts an entire hour is beautiful. Yeah, and and and, and but not also not just like hmm, well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, no. It's also pants urinatingly funny. Yeah, yeah, and this is no different. No man, I'm just like yep. You're. Uh, I think this is the kind of move you have to make to truly get nailed down is one of the greats you know you gotta yeah. have a, a huge blow-up special and totally fucking fail at something and then still come back and yeah so this is like he should you know has something really in the tank yeah because i was i was concerned I, like new in town was so good and uh so good for how personal it was too yeah uh in a lot of ways and i was like can he is there more to that is there something else he can do that isn't just like I'm a strange man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's so good. He's so good at being self-effacing yeah. um, and self-aware. Yeah, uh, but it never comes off as like. Um, that's not a bad thing when like Doug Stanhope overshares himself, and it's yeah. it's fucking compelling. But it's most of the time, uh, yeah, yeah, some yeah. of the time it's it's like, uh, yeah. oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but with John Mulaney again the he the way he crafts like it's all very calculated mm. and it's all very obviously calculated yeah but fine it's comedy yeah of course uh, god damn it yeah what yeah. a fucking special so I'll watch it uh, uh, nine or ten more times yeah and listen the fugitive is a real good movie <laughs> <laughs> the way that is wo- oh, oh damn is that it's, yeah, it's fucking genius. Yeah. Anyway. You don't have to watch The Fugitive to enjoy this special, but it fucking it didn't hurt. <laughs> you don't even have to watch The Fugitive to enjoy that joke. No, but it's but but oh, it's, man, 
Like I just watched perfect. it. I was just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. Anywho, yeah. yeah, I'll check it out eventually. You should. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. What else? We getting ready for a film around? Yeah, or? I think so. I didn't okay. really see anything else that was like, you know, I want to get into. We've been talking for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't see. Uh, uh, I didn't see anything else I want to talk about. I did see Terminator Gen- Gen- Genocide. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I don't. And you <laughs> but I, it, yeah. I didn't see anything I want to talk and about. You yeah. loved it. I gotta tell you though, I didn't hate it. Really? Neither yeah. did I. Well, I because mean, I knew I, it was gonna be yeah. a piece of shit. It mm. is. Yeah, but that one. But like, there's like, if you had gone to a theater to see it, I would have. Uh, I would have really wanted my money back. Yeah, <laughs> but I. Uh, but I uh, yeah, stole it's a it. Really shitty movie. Really. Yeah, the bad CGI action though, like worked in 3D for me. I uh-huh. really. I I thought the bad CGI action was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, it's just not a good Terminator movie like every Terminator movie that has been a Terminator movie since the second one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's it's as good a Terminator movie as Terminator 3. Sure. Yeah. It just doesn't have anything as cool as the crazy And it's too fanservice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just too fanservice-y. It's yeah. too like yeah. we're going to connect it all. And oh, and, yeah. and it's dumb as hell. Yeah. Timeline bullshit. Yeah. But uh, whatever. Yeah. And Oh, and uh, John Courtney is the worst. <laughs> He's so terrible. <laughs> Good lord, he's the worst. Uh-uh. And um, Game of Thronesy is adorable. Yeah. Sure. yeah, that's it. Sweet. Well, then, should we get to film the one, I guess? Okay. Okay. It is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week, Greg and Casey went and saw Spotlight, but the loser that low rolls low has to go see something terrible. This week, we picked the out-in-November Christmas movie, Love the Coopers, but the loser gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. This week, Greg and Casey went and saw Spotlight hmm. this uh, movie is currently getting 93 on Meta, Metascore, uh, 93 Metascore on Metacritic, starring Mark Ruffalo, Michael Keaton, Rachel McAdams, Lee Schreiber, Stanley Tucci, and more. Uh, this movie, as described by IMDb, is the true story of how the Boston Globe uncovered the massive scandal of child molestation and cover-up within the local Catholic archdiocese. Archdiocese. Shaking the entire Catholic Church to its core. Potpourri. <laughs> this has been people, episode people This has really been episode 5 that. of Dan Gorman Doesn't know how to say words <laughs> People really loved that moment In the last episode Oh where, yeah, totally Where you just busted Dan Gorman I'm still no shaken to the core <laughs> Like an asshole <laughs> Oh, I couldn't help myself Directed by Tom McCarthy great. And written by, co-written by Excuse uh, me um, This movie came directed, to Tiff Sorry Directed by The Cobblers, Tom McCarthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, weird. Yeah, that guy directed The Cobblers. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Okay. Um, hey, maybe The Cobblers really well directed. I'm the one that saw it. I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> you tell me. Yeah, I don't really remember much about it, other than that I hated it. <laughs> but he, he wrote and he co-wrote this and directed it, so he's got to have talent in there somewhere, because this thing's getting uh, boffo my score. <laughs> it doesn't have the same ring. No. <laughs> and when it came to Toronto for Toronto International Film Festival, this thing was one of the, like, you got to see it tickets um, when when critical acclaim came out. So you guys were excited to see this. I was yes. very excited to see it, but I didn't get to. No, because no. you lost. Yeah. 
So, so I'd love to know uh, what you guys think of this film. All okay. Right. I'll tell I, you. I think I started the last one. So, Greg, what did you think? Um, yeah, I was super on board for this, and I like this kind of movie a lot. The uh, you know journalists scrambling around trying to crack a case and all the uh, whatnot. I like a good uh, ensemble cast as well. Yeah. Um, the subject matter is incredibly intense. I I remember when the story broke uh, fifteen years ago. It was really like, oh fuck. Yeah. And well, it, and it was like, oh shit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> was nothing about it. it was terribly surprising. Um, yeah. uh, maybe uh, uh, the the size of it was. So this is a you know you're you're sort of compelled to almost enjoy this movie based on how intense the subject matter is, or you're supposed to not not enjoy the movie, but you you're going to give a lot of you're supposed to have a certain reverence for yeah, it. yeah, right. Just because this is about such uh, heavy shit, and yeah. you've got you know really great actors in there. Um, so I was kind of aware of that going in. Like I was like, try, I'm trying to just watch the movie as a movie, and like, it, how good is it aside from being about something really important, you know? Right. Um, and so with that, I I, I was really really happy with this movie. I walked out of it, I really, really enjoyed myself. I was like, this is a very dry movie, incredibly I... dry, but it rolled along like a thriller, but not in a shitty gamey kind of you know uh, yeah. cheap thrill way. Yeah. I don't think I don't think that this is only one of the best movies of the year. Yeah. I think this is one of the best movies I've ever seen. Oh wow. I think this is one of the best movies I've ever seen. Yeah. And I, I, I'm trying to I saw it last night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I came home. because, uh, uh, you know, I always get to go out and see these movies and poor Maya has to stay home with the baby. Yeah. And uh, I came home, she's like, What do you think of the movie? And I was like, I have to get this all out now so that I don't do this on the show. <laughs> because I've been finding myself lately, if I really love a movie on the show, I'll be like, oh, and then there's this, oh, just, oh. And, and that's, I, I just had 20 minutes of that. <laughs> because it's, um, it's a big story. Yeah. There's a lot to this story. Yeah. And there's a lot of people involved in this story. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way it unfolded, uh, there's a lot of strands. This could have been a very... You say this was a very dry movie, and yeah. it was, very much so. Yeah. Uh, this movie tells that story. A, a story of something so horrific that uh, um, uh, that, that it's almost unfathomable. Uh, this movie tells that story with as little false emotion as is absolutely oh, possible. Oh, absolutely. Oh, man, they did a great job of that. Uh, uh, no... Uh... It's not overwrought in any nope. way because the people telling the story are, are a newspaper. These people's their first inclination is to find the story and build the story. Mm-hmm. So they're they're approaching it from a professional uh, standpoint. So you're watching people approach something horrific from a professional standpoint, and you're following those people. Yeah, uh, and. And it leads you exactly, it gives you exactly everything you need to know, uh, uh, because the story is terrible. Uh, uh, you know, like, it, it's, it's, it's the, the worst of humanity. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't need to be an, a big overwrought thing, because it already is terrible. Yeah. So they just have to tell you the story, and this movie just tells you the story. Yeah. It just leads you along, tells you everything that happened from A to B. Uh, uh, fairly faithfully. Hmm. I don't think they took a lot of liberties. No, no, definitely um, not. And uh, I, I, I would like to say that this movie should be uh, 
it should be nominated for best picture definitely mm -hmm. you know fuck the oscars or whatever but i i, I couldn't tell you um a performance over another performance that was the best performance because it's one of the best examples of a, a, an ensemble yeah i think i've ever outstanding seen. I think I maybe I, I think well you want to know Michael Keaton because he's genius in this. Well, movie? listen, Michael Michael Keaton is there to be the the thing that this movie leans on entirely. He's yeah. the backbone of the performances and how the story breaks down and how everything fits together. And so you have him, this wonderfully seasoned actor, who's enjoying another. Like I'm so happy to go see a fucking Michael Keaton movie. I'm so in happy the to go again. Like that's so great. So you let Michael Keaton hold this whole fucking thing down while Mark Ruffalo just rolls in yet again. Jesus. Again, with a brilliant, brilliant, measured, precise, perfectly performance. precise, beautifully, beautifully rendered character. Yeah, uh, and it's a character. He really put work into it. Yeah. It's not it's just Mark. You don't get Mark Ruffalo. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Usually showing up at a movie and just being like, hey, fucking Mark Ruffalo, the movie star. And yeah. he's like, I say shit my Pack way or whatever. He's a can have it, yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a little, he's got a, he's, he's got a little bit of a different flavor in each movie he does. And it's so specific, you know? But it's not, it's not obvious. It's just, it's so ingrained in the character yeah. he's playing. And consistent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, th this movie's full of those people. Yeah. Uh, there's not a weak link. There's just people with less to do. Sure. Rachel McAdams had less to do. Yeah. John Slatterly had less to do. Had less to do. But uh, Lee Schreiber Shit. had less to do, but was <laughs> fucking phenomenal. Phenomenal. Uh, and what a bold choice. Like, ne nothing ever uh, n didn't raise his, movie, his voice once in this movie. No. You know? No, because I, I imagine Baron wasn't like that. No, absolutely. Uh, there was such a... Oh, boy. Yeah, it's a really confident uh, movie that it doesn't rely on, on parlor tricks or making the fact that there's conspiracy action going on here seem like, ooh, it's conspiracy. They let the horror of what this is be the horror of what it is, and they don't need to show it to you. No, you know? but they do show it to you perfectly through what it did to the victims. When, yeah. they, when they talk to each victim... Yeah. Um, th this again. This movie does does not, like it. It doesn't. It doesn't throw a bunch of overwrought emotion at you, as I was no. saying before. But there's a couple of times where one line had me extremely emotional. Absolutely. Like there's there's this one uh, victim who's kind of uh, standoffish and kind of doesn't like is like yeah I'll talk to you but you know like fucking leave me out of it kind of thing. And then by the end of him talking about it, he just kind of goes, "You can use my name." Yeah. And it's fucking powerful oh, as yeah. shit. Yeah. Uh, 
boy, I can't rec- I can't recommend this movie enough. No, no. And the ending was very uh uh very emotional. Yeah. Very, the movie just has a way of it doesn't do anything to like manipulate you or anything like that. It just shows you the truth of it a lot of things. It gives you the facts. Just facts. And it throws a big fact down on you at the end that's quite emotionally overwhelming. Yeah, it's uh, really emotional. Really, it was like, that was a very... Was a very After that very, happens? Very quiet yeah. theater. Yeah. After uh, that happens, that there was moment. an audible, like as soon as all that happens yeah. and, then, and then credits, there was this audible... <sighs> Yeah, it's fucked, man. It, there's there's a lot there's a lot yeah. in this movie. Now, I I think this movie's going to have a lot of detractors thinking, "Nah, you know what? It's just a fucking boring movie. It, all it does is tell the facts." All the they're going to talk like that. Uh, <laughs> but uh There was no ghost rider or nothing in this <laughs> movie. How come no ghost rider? <laughs> Why go- How come Michael Keaton head not on fire? <laughs> Now is it a baby? I don't know what accent. It is. I think he w- turned into a baby. <laughs> <laughs> also, how come this movie didn't breastfeed me? Keep waiting with my poopy diaper. Oh, and the baby's also this from New York. This movie didn't even give me my fucking bottle. <laughs> Where's my binky movie? Uh, anyway, yeah, man, I, I really, I, I, I think this is, I think it's an important movie for the subject. Matter, but I think movies could learn from this movie. Yeah, uh, 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 for fucking just straight up storytelling. Yeah, yeah. And I feel, I feel like this could be one of those kind of rare every once in a while you get a big cast like this, but you could get two supporting nods out of this one picture for yeah. for Keaton and Ruffalo. I think. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. I would hope so. And yeah. and maybe maybe also take a look at Stanley Tucci because he was oh, man, fucking he was, he was fucking yeah, wonderful. Yeah. You know who else was fucking great? Uh, Jim Caviezel. Oh yeah. Wait, no, no, no Jim not Caviezel. Jim Caviezel. Uh, Sorry, uh, Billy Crudup. Uh, Billy Crudup. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's really good. He's fucking great. Yeah. And, and again, it's this movie has characters where you're like, uh, oh, I know who that guy is. Oh, I didn't no, know. No, I that don't guy at all. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, really good. And oh, it looked okay. great. Uh, it's shot. It has a very consistent tone. It really wraps you in. But yeah, it's a it flies by. This movie yeah. for a movie that's only dialogue based. There's no action in it to speak of of any fucking kind. Yeah, and it's it's over two hours long, uh, just over two hours yeah, long. Still no, I, but, I, there was no moment of you know feeling the length or the no. Well, it's a bit of a slog. It's, it's a bit of a slog because it's just dialogue and there's no you know whatever. Like you don't feel that at all. I'll wa- I'll watch this movie again. Yeah. very soon. Yeah, uh, really, really great. Yeah, man. Cool. <laughs> you fuckers yeah. Anywho How are the Coopers <laughs> Well It was an ensemble cast too You know what yeah. I, I was thinking Like do you What do you think This guy Do you think like the uh, Do you think The Cobbler Was a movie That he You know Had to make To make this movie oh, Was it like possibly. a Paycheck kind of thing I heard Cusack say something about that one time where he was talking about how stupid Con Air was. I'm like, listen, yeah. I kind of like Con Air, but it is yeah, stupid. everybody kind of likes Con Air. But he's like, whatever, I do something like that, and it's like, you know, you don't really feel any art while you're doing it, but for every one of those I get to do, that means I get to make two gross point blanks. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, all right. What was his, <laughs> what was his second gross point blank? High fidelity. High yeah. fidelity? No, maybe. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, like I, because I think he wrote or at least had something to do with the script for The Cobbler as well. 
And I and I don't know. And and when I reviewed, but it's based it, on a, an existing property. I don't think so. Huh. I can't remember. But I do remember watching it, thinking like, "There's an idea here. I can see how like a script with this conceit would make it through." And then maybe because Adam Sandler came on board, yeah, or maybe yeah. the studio just was just like, "No, no, this is what this movie's going to be." And then like later, we'll give you your le- we'll take the leash off, and you can do mm-hmm. this, right? I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Well, that's then, uh, God bless the cobbler <laughs> for sure. existing. If that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of, uh, you know, letting the horror be the horror, as uh-huh. <laughs> Craig said about that movie. Uh, Love the Coopers. <sighs> oh, sorry. Is a movie. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> it's just, there's, a, there's another part of, of, uh, of uh, Spotlight that, that it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched Love the Coopers. This is a Christmas film. Uh, that came out in a rainy November week. Uh-huh. Um, this film stars Diane Keaton, John Goodman, Ed Helms. Good, great, uh, great, great. Very good cast. Tons of people. June Squibb. Yeah, I love all those yeah. people. Uh, I like those people. Yeah, tons love of people. Love June Squibb. Um, Amanda Seyfried, Alan Alda, I believe. Alan Alda. Uh, maybe I'm thinking of some... Wait, let me see here. <laughs> what am I getting this all cast open up? Yeah. Ed Helms, Alex Borstein's in this. Uh, Amanda Seyfried, Alan She's Arkin, terrible. not Alda. <laughs> Marissa Tomei, Alan Arkin, I Olivia Wilde, June Squibb. Right. Jeez, yeah, all right. Anthony Mackie, can't go oh, wrong. I like him. Yeah, can't go wrong with that kind of cast. I know, can't go wrong. Can't go wrong, right? No. Nope. Narrated by uh-huh. Steve Martin. What? What? Yes. Really? Narrated by Steve Martin. What? Uh, which makes you think, like, oh, I'm in good hands. Now I'm like, yeah, was it all right? <laughs> well, so, all right, well, let's the movie, mix nuts is a movie that exists, too. Uh, yeah. So the movie, uh, the movies, I go to the movies, and I'm not looking forward to it at all. And right as I sit down, I think, as bad as this will be, I'm sure I'm going to walk out of this being kind of just like, listen, guys, look, this is going to be one of those weeks where I come back and I'm like, guys, we get a million of these movies. It's just a mediocre Christmas movie. Uh-huh. Like, there's like, you know, I'm going to go super easy on it. And I just kind of had this wave of just like, here we go again. I'm going to yeah. watch this perfectly acceptable family holiday film right. and just not a good one. And but no, it was not good. It was very not good. It was very, very misguided and tonally weird and bizarre. And but now, like I will say, I, I like I said about the cobbler. There's there's something here that could make that mediocre movie. Mm-hmm. Like it really fo- like you watch the trailer and you see the poster and you think it's about these all these people getting together for Christmas and they don't you know have all these problems and they all. It'll all culminate with them, you know, having a big, long, extended dinner scene or whatever. But I, but it really is mostly them not together, all dealing with their own things. I thought it was going to be more like in the beginning of the movie or the middle of the movie. Then they get together and all mm-hmm. of the drama comes from them being together. It's not one of those movies. It's like, here's all of their lives and they'll culminate at the final, like, 15 minutes of them being together. But um, So I have the plot here. Uh, when four generations of the Cooper clan come together for their annual Christmas Eve celebration, a series of unexpected visitors and unlucky events turn the night upside down, leading them all towards a surprising rediscovery of family bonds and the spirit of the holiday. Again, that's not really what this movie is. It's basically about Sam Cooper and Charlotte Cooper, John Goodman and Diane Keaton, who are sort of like deciding they're going to separate 
but they they want to like stay together for this one last Christmas because they didn't go on a trip or something. It's not really <laughs> like like he she always wanted to go on some trip and they've been trying to make it work for years and years and years and finally like they're going to break up because it never happened or something. Yeah. And then Ed Helms is the, their son and uh he's he's married to Alex Borstein and they're kind of like they're separated and dealing with that and then um uh, there. Uh, the, uh, Diane Keaton's dad is Alan Arkin, who's this guy who goes to the diner every day, and he's doing stuff with Amanda Seyfried, like she's she's his waiter every day, waitress every day, and and they have this kind of like relationship. But she decides she's going to leave town, and she didn't tell him, and he's upset about it because they have this like special friendship at the diner, and so it's like about all this like. <laughs> stuff is really just, interesting stuff. Well, their yeah, stuff yeah. is actually a lot more. To unpack their here. stuff is actually more interesting than anything else in this movie because it's just like here's a sweet little thing with this older man who comes to the diner every day, and it's nice that he gets to like have this conversation every day, and that's kind of what he has right now. And his family's a mess, and like he's upset that she's leaving because he she's a friend, and like that's just kind of like oh, what a like interesting little story. But the movie is just so awkwardly written and it really wants to be a movie that has all these little witticisms and all these little not quentin tarantino-esque but that kind of like oh every every little once in a while there's got to be a little barb or a little kind of like funny thing that somebody says but it, it no, none of it is is written properly and it's not that it's not it's not that they're this amazing cast isn't trying but they're like they're not sleepwalking through it but it's also like nobody's giving the really right performance it's all just kind of like what is going on nothing really feels right like nobody is shockingly bad in this but it's all like none of this fits in a really weird way and so much of the movie is not christmassy so much of it is like like it's almost like it should be like an even darker movie for the stuff that they're talking about like divorce and all this stuff like it's almost like does You're, it feel incidentally like a Christmas movie? Like one of those, no. like, well, let's play up the Christmas angle. No, because it like the music is all so it's like a lot of weird kind of choices that you wouldn't think for a Christmas movie, but they all have a very distinct a lot of Halloween songs. Yeah, a lot of Halloween <laughs> yeah. songs. No. A lot of uh, Corey Feldman doing rocking movie, around the Christmas tree. The whole movie is scored with one of those tapes of like creaking well, do- creaking doors. Open. Uh, the whole movie is like creaking doors open, like that, that yeah. Halloween cassette. Chains and. <laughs> It's always a cat on there. (laughs) Oh, that was a cat. Yeah. No, it's just like there's like Bob Dylan stuff and like just all this kind of not super aggressively Christmassy stuff, but like there's a Fleet Foxes song, I think, and it all kind of has this vaguely wintry kind of Christmas feel. Like it, it feels like they're really trying to do a sort of like independent askew christmas movie but they they really do play play the christmas angle but it just feels like so much of it feels like a slog yeah like i really felt like oh my god just get over it like not over the like some of the stuff is pretty like dramatically you know this could have been a good drama but yeah i don't know and olivia wilde like meets this guy at the at the airport bar and he's like a a conservative military man and she's like i don't want to go home for christmas because i go home every year and i don't have a man and my, i can't bear to stand my mom who's like why don't you have a man every year so why don't you come home and we'll pull one over on him you can pretend to be my fiance 
But like that does that's not really the like I'm gonna bring him home and there'll be a bunch of comedy with him pretending. Most of it is just them getting to know each other, and even that is kind of like okay, well this could be a movie if you had done anything with it. These two people in an airport getting to know each other and the things yeah, they go I through. Yeah, I just sort of made that movie in my mind, yeah. and I was like, if you did, if you didn't play that for laughs, there could be a lot yeah. of interesting stuff. And, e- there. and every scene, every plot of this movie has at least one scene where you're like, there's the movie. Oh no! Right. Wait, you're gone. Oh, goodbye, movie. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye, uh, movie. That sort of works for what it is. Then, like, my mom would watch it and be fine with it. But then she'll watch this and she'll hate it because she knows what a shitty movie is. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then, so much like a lot of the shitty movies I have to watch, this this thing has a thing in it that I had. To, I was like, well, I can't wait to tell them this. <laughs> <laughs> so the movie sucks. And it's it's dumb and it was boring and I hated watching it and it really was a a, a drag mm-hmm. to get through. Um, and then so the whole movie it's it's narrated by Steve Martin, but Steve Martin's not in this movie. So you might ask, uh, who is Steve Martin in this movie? Well, is he a ghost? No. Is he Santa Claus? No. Oh. I don't think you could uh, sorry, ever Greg. guess this is Santa from Claus. the information I've given you. I don't think you could ever guess who he is because. Steve Martin is narrating all Walter of, Mondale all of the stuff about their lives. <laughs> yeah, like details, uh, and there's a lot of like. And then she thought back to the day where this was happening, and and like like you'd have to. I don't understand how this is what it turned out to be. But at the end of the movie, because throughout the whole movie, there's a dog in the movie. Oh no! Like in the family, as a member of the family, and at the beginning of the movie, the dog even has a flashback where he's like. Steve Martin's like, and the dog thought back to like rolling in the snow with the family when he was a puppy. And at the end of the movie, it turns out he's the puppy. He's the dog. <laughs> so the the end. So of- at the end of it, Steve Martin goes, and guess what? The dog is me. He go- basically the end of the movie. He goes like, all of the the family like. There's a thing where they have to run to the hospital because somebody gets you know something happens to somebody in the movie and they <laughs> because go- somebody eats chocolate yeah. and it's not good for them yeah. <laughs> but like they have to run to the hospital and they're all there. They end up spending their Christmas at the hospital, but it's fine because they realize they are a happy family anyway. Even though they all have did problems. they take the dog to the hospital? No. Right. So we cut back to the house and the dog is looking out the window, narrating the final ends of the movie, and he's like, "Please tell me they've CGI'd his mouth no, moving." No. Ah, uh, then boo. <laughs> Yeah. He basically <laughs> said, what was it all for? He basically says, like, and my family's going to be back like soon or whatever. And he's sort of looking out the windows at all the other families and they all have dogs in the windows. And he basically says this thing about like, but they're my family and they're not perfect. But, you know, they're all I have. And like every, nobody's perfect, but we're all families and we can all blah, blah, blah. And he just has this cute little thing about like. But they're my family, and they'll be home soon. Merry Christmas, everybody. And then the movie ends, and it's like, he was the fucking dog? What? It was crazy. Uh, 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 Why was he? Wasn't there a, um, what was the last uh, uh, David Dakota movie that we did? (laughs) We talked about. Wasn't it the same thing? Uh, No, yeah, he did a dog movie, too, didn't he? Yeah, one that we talked about. I feel like you talked about it. Maybe. Um, wasn't me. Where at the end it was like, oh, it turns out that the dog was narrating it or something like that. Uh, uh, oh, vampire remember. dog, maybe. maybe it's, no, I no, you I, saw no, that. I was vampire. I dog. don't know, man. These all uh, yeah, it's all the same shit. Yeah. This uh, I have to kill myself now <laughs> that yeah. this movie exists. Gross. 
Yeah, no, it was awful, and it made a lot of money this weekend. It was number one, I believe. What? Um, but I mean, it didn't make Why? like it didn't make like insane what? Avengers it money. But it, it just be number it, one. It just it, nothing came out this weekend that was amazing. It, it, Spotlight it was it. only in so many theaters, right. so it made yeah, yeah, yeah. more. Be- and and Spotlight I, was, you know, what I was happy about with Spotlight was uh, we went to go see a six thirty show on a Monday yeah. or a Sunday, a Sunday, and it was sold out. Nice. Yeah, yeah, my my theater. Uh, I the, saw it. La- I saw it last night at like uh, seven twenty or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. So what was last night? Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah packed. Yeah. Yeah. And see, so we went to a seven twenty sh- seven twenty five show. Right. Like you know, like oh, we'll get to the next one. And we were down there just killing time. So we went into the theater like a half an hour early. Yeah, it was busy. And, and it was like yeah. half full at that nice. point. I was like, fucking A, man. Good. <laughs> yeah. 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 Spotlight's not in a ton of theaters Whatever. right now. It's but only then in Toronto. It's better it's for only, the movie. No, they, you but know. In Toronto, it's only at Varsity. Yeah, yeah. that's right. But but like the numbers of theaters that it's in are, is going to be increasing as yeah, of this yeah. weekend. Particularly once yeah. Oscar stuff starts coming up. Because this is going to get nominated for yeah. stuff. The, if it's Screenplay, not nominated for best picture, uh, yeah. you know. it'll be a movie yeah. that builds, right? Because it's got yeah, yeah, crazy yeah. good yeah. word of mouth opening yeah. into more theaters than yeah, it's already It's about in. a big, yeah. uh, important topic. So, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Well, last week, as I mentioned in the rules, mm. I get to give the uh, winners an album to listen about, to listen to, and talk about. Yeah. Uh, this week, I gave them an album by Speedy Ortiz called Foil Deer. It came out in 2015. This is the second album by the Northampton, Massachusetts band, um, fronted by singer-guitarist Sadie Dupuis. Um, I really like this album. I said last week that I think I liked the previous album more, but I have been spending a lot of time with this, and it's becoming harder for me to decide which one I like uh, the most. But uh, for me, I just think lyrically I love uh, this stuff, and I think it's got this amazing... Uh, jagged kind of angular um, indie rock sound that reminds me of a lot of the bands that I love but not in a way where I feel like they're hardcore ripping off. I just really like this band and wanted to see what you guys think. Sure. So throw to you. You guys both mentioned you weren't really big into their last album. No, I, yeah, I had yeah. what was What was the last album Major called? Major Arcana. Major yeah. Arcana, yeah. That, that. that was my first uh, introduction to them and I listened to like half of it and I was like... Uh, it's more. I don't for, like what's happening. For me, it's more samey of an album. This album, for me, has a little bit more of a punch to it. The production's a lot different. But they put out an EP between the albums that I re- that I actually like a, a lot. And right. and this is kind of, you know, the first album got a lot of good reviews, best new music from Pitchfork. But this album, I guess, in that kind of scene pit, of independent reviewers, was like this is their step up kind of thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh, uh, like their step up the movie. Yes, this is their, their step, step up, up to, to the, the streets, streets 3D. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So this movie, this movie, this it's movie, an album. <laughs> this album. Yeah, uh, I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't like it. Uh, I love the music. I don't like the vocals. I find it incongruous somehow. Um, I have no problem with the vocals. Really, I I just don't like this because uh, I was already in the '90s, man. Yeah, this album I, is just like '90s. But it, this it, album can't fight the Seether. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. album kind of knows that's, that the connection was made. That's the, the funny and, thing. That's I, the I'm funny just thing. like, and when it sounds like what gets a little away from the '90s, all it sounds to me like is like 
Slater Kenny without yeah. the pipes. Yeah, with the, but, and but it's also like so the 90s. Intent. And I found like lyrically it was like super 90s too. I'm sorry to jump on your lyrics guy. But because uh, only, like, all right, I didn't really pay attention to the lyrics too much. There was just one. <laughs> where, very there was just one lyric where it was like, I'm I'm the best at second place or whatever yeah, or something. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I, I remember loser yeah. flag waving from the 90s. It was just, it was too histrionic for me. It was too... It, it's, it's extremely posturing. Yeah, I was just like... I, it, I disagree I feel like, 100%. Oh, man, I just... I was like, this is... With this, the posturing is this thing, what, I'm fine with whatever else you think. It just sounded so 90s in like a way of like... It, they're doing it right. It sounds Sorry, like they got it nailed. By, by posturing, I meant posing. Yeah. I 100% disagree. Yeah, I, I just feel like... There, I don't think there's anything posing about I this feel band. Like, it feels inauthentic. I disagree. Maybe and now maybe that's know, it's least the, the, the songs feel earnest enough. It was just like the least surprising thing I've ever heard. Uh, not ever, but I, I just I couldn't. Yeah, you know what, man? Like <laughs> I wanted to, things. I wanted to get into this, but I couldn't shake how familiar it all felt. I could get into the music, I, like so the 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 interplay there of is, the guitars uh, at points was a lot of fun. Yeah, no, there was moments that I was like d- down for for sure. What the fuck was that song called? Um... But like I couldn't get out of this. I couldn't not hear like a hundred things I heard in the '90s when I was a teenager. I was just like, I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't shake it. I could not get away from that yeah. sound. For me, the thing about it is there's so many bands doing the '90s. I feel thing. so bad. I feel like we're coming down. On you no, so it's hard. fine. <laughs> I, I, I like giving you guys stuff that I love that I don't know how you're going to react yeah. to, or that like I don't understand why you don't like. Because this is one that I really. Listening to it, I was like, there's, like, I know they didn't like the last album, but there's going to be things here. Because for me, this album is super 90s. Like, I totally agree. But I don't, like, this is a band that I, like, I listen to a lot of bands that throw back to the 90s that do it in such a a samey way. And I find that this is a band that do it in a way where it's like... There's not a lot of bands right now where every song I can think of like four or five bands that they're they're sounding like. It's yeah. always like, okay, this band likes pavement. Every song sounds like pavement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas for, sure. for me, it's like, oh, this one song has a riff that reminds me of Palvo, but like nothing else in the song sounds like Palvo. Yeah, yeah. That other part sounds like this other band, I, I, and that's what works for me is because it's so like it's that's also lends to the me thinking it's not inauthentic because will, it's like this is pulling from some things that. You have to be authentic to be pulling yeah. from. I'll fully agree with you there. I th- I think that the um, uh, I think that it has its own sound, uh, but I feel like the whole time, whoever writes the songs, that girl, the the main, the lead singer, I feel like she's going, yeah, but I really understand the '90s. You may understand but, the see, '90s, I but I really don't think anything about the lyrics. Like for me. It's less about like '90s and more like a it, like for me. It's almost. I guess that was '90s. I'm just like <laughs> like I I find lyrically it's less about like oh we're slacking around and we're '90s and more about like some really sort of you know, um, like personal, like like the whole song. Um, one of the first songs on the album is about like being like i don't even i don't know i don't remember the lyrics but it's very like i'm taking back what like was taken from me like Mm -hmm. like authentic for me anyway like like anthem of something that sounds like it's coming really from someone that has something to to fight against from like a woman's perspective right yeah uh maybe i i think the the core of what i didn't like about it again I really liked a lot of the 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 guitar and the tone of the guitars. Anyway, yeah. um, 
a lot of what I didn't like was her vocal choices. Fucking pick something. No, I see. Pick I like how like th- this album. And do you guys listen to Courtney Barnett? I don't know who that mm-hmm. is. Okay. I don't listen to music. Okay. Well, Courtney Barnett's uh, got an album out this year that's wonderful, and she does a similar thing only more, and it's a bit more of a Dylan thing where she's very talky with her lyrics. And these two albums, I feel like for me, are like two super amazing lyrical albums this year because there's so much coming out of these two artists. It's just like I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I don't I don't fault this for existing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. It's just uh, like I can't. I think because yeah, it just it sounds like I'm you know somewhere I've already been and I don't yeah, and yeah. it sounds like a lot of '90s stuff that I just that wasn't my thing. Yeah, like Veruca Salt. Yeah, it's yeah, funny yeah, yeah, that yeah. you mentioned Veruca Salt because I kept coming back to that. Yeah, like yeah. if if Veruca Salt spent more times on their songs yeah. or more time writing their songs. Yeah, I like this more than Veruca Salt. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say because Veruca Salt is so samey to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I don't like them. Like, that's but, just yeah. like we but have this three that, chords. This, and... this yeah, was that exactly. sort of sound. I wasn't. I was never into in the '90s. Like I was much. I don't know. I liked heavier. I don't know. I just wanted that. Maybe I just wanted the vocals to be shoutier. I don't know what my Something, fucking problem you know. is. Yeah, mostly but, I think uh, it's, I think we just have been you know down this enough. You know. Yeah, and it's not yeah. as bad as some other like uh, shitty fucking '90s throwback bands that I've heard over the years. Like when I first started happening, some of them are just so yeah, blatant it's not and boring. It's like <laughs> <laughs> well, they were they even at least started in the '90s. They're, and they're, they? a, they're a different kind of band. But I mean, like, in the last couple of... Oh, what's There's one Everybody in particular. Everybody jumped out on... What are they called? Yuck, yuck or something I was like about that? to yeah, say, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When they first popped out, I was like, ugh. What are you trying, <laughs> what are you trying to be? The, like, the black crows of grunge? Like, you fuck... Uh, leave it alone, man. I've never heard... I don't know what they yeah, sound see, like. They, Have you heard a song from the 90s? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, okay. they were, Imagine they were, a fake version of yeah. that. <laughs> they were no, very, right. like... Yeah. A lot of people were saying Dinosaur Jr., that kind of, yeah, like, very, 90s guitar thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah They're yeah, okay, yeah. but I was always like, no, these guys just don't have the songs. No, man, it. they don't. Like, I, I only heard that first album, but yeah. I was like, fake... <laughs> You're so fake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, there, there's a band. Ah, uh, oh shit! What the hell are they called? There's a band that I feel like does it completely honestly and in a way I respect. I'll be god. And we've talked about them on this podcast before. The one Greg gave us. You're probably talking about. Nope. Uh, I'm talking about there. It's. I. I feel like it's a three piece at most. Um, uh, the lead singer plays crazy awesome riffs while she sings. Uh oh screaming females. Screaming females. Screaming females. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like they're a band who took like what the 90s kind of was doing mm. uh, and then uh, uh but then but then just did their own shit. Yeah. Like like I feel like th- that band comes by it honestly. Uh whereas the this band I feel like it, it the, there's just too much like it, well, if you had to describe your sound, nineties, you know, <laughs> like, but I feel like screaming females aren't like yeah. that. No, I don't know. I don't want to pit one band <laughs> against the other. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Dude, fight. I guess my, <laughs> fight, yeah. fight, fight, fight. I guess for me, the only thing that I like question about that angle is like, how do you define? I I just get weirded out when people are like, I don't think they come by it honestly. I think that's so hard to like we don't yeah, know them. that's not fair you know what i mean but it sounded too it, it just sounded too it's, familiar to that's me that's what it sounds like but how does not honesty sound to you it sounds, i feel like how can you say that uh it sounds like that it sounds like what they're doing yeah but you can't just that's something that's indescribable yeah but i know it when i hear it yeah but how who made you dean of honesty 
I did. <laughs> oh, I, or Are rather, you the dean? I'm, yeah. I'm the, hello. No, guys, didn't you hear? I'm now the chancellor. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm the chancellor of my own honesty. You know, no, I'm because the, I, I'm the I only say president that. slash god of my own yeah. opinion. I know. And when I hear it, but that you're, but for me, I'm just saying that's something that lives outside of your opinion. Uh, Somebody see, else's honesty. Um. Well, you know what yeah, I mean? but from their perspective, it could be completely honest. But from my perspective, I listen to it and I go, this doesn't sound honest. Okay. So, I mean, I'm not saying definitively that it's not honest. Okay. I'm just saying that that's what the sound is to me and yeah. that's what turns me off of it. Yeah. yeah. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that was that was fun. Interesting. Yeah. 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 I'm so thrown now on what I want to give you. <laughs> but I'm going to stick. I, I, I had a couple things picked. Again, I had a million things. There's. I, I wanted to tr- continue to travel down this road of music I've been really liking this year. Uh-huh. But I decided I wouldn't. And I decided I was going to throw it back to something from the 80s. Uh-huh. And this is something that has come up a few times. And I don't know if you guys have, have taken the initiative to, to check it out. So I thought... We haven't we haven't come back to this discussion. I think it was an off mic discussion, but I'm going to give you guys an album by Simple Minds. Oh, cool! Oh, yeah. Empires and Dance. Yeah, that's, that's awesome because I I remember you talking about it, and I remember kind of going like, uh, "That sounds like something I would really want to check out yeah. and like be surprised by." But I don't listen to music anymore except <laughs> for with Punishment albums. So yeah. I'll probably never listen to it. <laughs> it was between that and an album by the DBs. Do you guys listen to the DBs? No. Okay. Well, they're a very kind of like they come from that REM sound of the '80s. Yeah. But I've been really liking uh, one of the DBs. Their new band? No, they're from the a- from band, '80s. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Huh. Um, Just so the letters D B. The DBs they... like decibels. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Small um, D, big B. Yeah. They put out an album in 82 (laughs) called Repercussion that I really like. But I decided I would go with Simple Minds, Empires, and Dance. Yeah. Uh, This is their third album. Their first album was very like, okay, you heard a lot of post-punk bands, but you're not doing it very well. Yeah. And their second album was like, okay, now you've turned up the weird and it's amazing. And then this one is sort of their transitional album where... Like the title, Empires and Dance, yeah. they've they've decided like we're what year introduced eighty two eight nineteen eighty. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this is like we're introducing oh, dance kind of grooves, but yeah. there's not a lot of like electronic beats. It's a lot of synthy stuff. Yeah. But yeah, you're gonna hear like the, the kind of because uh, I only know rock the influence. two songs by them. I just know that yeah. you know the Breakers Club and uh... I guarantee that you'll you'll hear this and you'll be like, oh whoa, yeah. But but because it's a transitional thing, you'll hear where they went. Yeah, and then maybe where they came from. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm curious because I'm like they didn't write. Don't you forget about me? Yeah. Uh, and then the only other song I know is "Alive and Kicking." Yeah. Which sounds like they. I think it came after "Don't You Forget About Me," and yeah. it sounds like they tried to write "Don't You Forget About Me" again. Yeah. <laughs> because they were like, "Oh, this is now what, we have the right one." Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I could be wrong in that. But I feel like yeah. it came after. Anyway, so I'm. And, I have no idea what. Yeah, and I was as, as surprised as I hope you will be because I yeah. saw somebody tweet on Twitter. You heard of this thing, Twitter? <laughs> I think if you're going to yeah. tweet, that's a great yeah. place to do it. I tried it on Facebook. It wasn't the same. No. I, I I, saw somebody tweet about their album, Real to Real Cacophony, and I was like... <laughs> waiting. Uh-huh. And I was like... This is weird. This is nothing like I thought. It was like... It's like weird. Yeah. And then this one's a little bit more dancing. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah right I, on, man. That's super cool. Now, are you going to be upset if I go ahead and just listen to Simply Red instead? <laughs> <laughs> I think I might. Yeah. 
Um, uh, no, yeah, I'm super interested to, yeah, uh, this to listen to this album. Wicked. Yeah. I've been on a bit of an 80s thing this week. So. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I feel like if it's anyone's bag, it's Greg's. Mm-hmm. Because it is kind of like extended sort of things. Right. And I know that, like with electronic music, you'll be kind of... I know in the past you're like, where are you going with it? I can go, ahead, I'm, and hate, but, I can go ahead and hate that quite easily. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think you'll dig it too because a lot of it is like what like in the 80s let's try and do that with guitars and it's kind of like oh man this is this cool shit and i can (laughs) i I can i can really get behind that and i can get behind a lot of uh kind of sprawly stuff if it happened in the early 80s uh, on guitars for some reason because there was a lot of like uh kind of sparse uh yeah uh, weird shit going like on this kind of stuff i think when you took the synths out of it led to like a band like disappears right yeah. like because it has that kraut rock kind of motoric beat stuff going to it and then like let's see where it goes yeah. <laughs> you know so all right yeah all right, i can get down with that sweet yep. fucking a guy listen in for that next week all right. and uh for now we'll have to roll yeah. What are we rolling for? I don't remember. Well, Mocking Jay Part oh, Two right. comes out, and since we picked them as all of them as yeah, winners, we've seen all of them. We got to wrap this thing. Yeah, up. Yeah, we have to wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. I checked out of this series of the yeah. second one. Every single yeah, one we picked as uh... um, winners. The first one I remember um, getting a. a m- Overall like positive, one. yeah. I, th- I still yeah, like it. Yeah, I was really entertained by the I first. Really one. I really like. I held up for the second one too. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. And then th- th- there's o- there's only been three so yes. far. Yeah. Right? yeah, the third one was garbage. I loved the third one in a weird way. Yeah, right. It wasn't a movie that I walked out and I was like, I love this, but it was a movie that I walked out going, I so dig that this movie series took this turn mm-hmm. to just be about politics. Yeah, and like fronting people as like. You know, using these two like people as, you know, a front for your political agenda and how they're like manipulating them in the media and shit. And I was like, this is some stuff that kids' movies should do, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or teen movies should do. Right. So yeah, so even had... though it was so blatantly half of a movie, sure, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we got to wrap this fucking yeah. thing up. All Can't right, just not do the fourth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did we decide on a loser? I don't think we did. Or did we pick my dad is a soccer mom? <laughs> Is that on Netflix? I, we I don't know. Out? I thought you said it was on Netflix. No, I didn't. Wow, did I? Uh, yeah. I just no, saw that it was a movie that hairy, existed. My big, hairy, my big hairy dad is a big hairy big, mom. Big and hairy? Big what, and what's up hairy. with big and hairy? Is that well, the... it's not on Netflix. Okay, but there is on. a movie about a kid that meets Sasquatch, and then Sasquatch is on his <laughs> soccer team or something <laughs> called Big and Hairy that we have to find. Yeah. yeah. Now, I feel like I noticed... Uh, my dad is a soccer mom on Morflix. When I was on there okay. one day, let me. I'm looking right now. Yeah, my who's gonna get to it first? Dad. <laughs> Ooh, what a race! <laughs> oh, soccer has two C's, right? That's right. <laughs> Guys, this is almost too, too exciting for a podcast. Yeah, I know. My, my <laughs> so slow. The search for Santa Paws. Did I watch the search for Santa? Pa- well, I watched one of those. My dad is a soccer mom is on USA Netflix. There you go. A former football player becomes a stay-at-home dad to his 10-year-old daughter and discovers that she has a previously untapped his, his talent mom. for soccer. Uh. Well, uh. that doesn't even sound like a movie at all. <laughs> Why is it a former football player? Why didn't they just make him, I used to play soccer and I will teach Because he probably hates football. soccer because, like, that's not the real football. Yeah. I play the real football. But football in the end, is football, not football. Yeah. 
Why you keep calling football football? Football's football. <laughs> okay, I do have to say that there is a movie. That's the tagline. There is a movie on Netflix co- that we have to do for our Christmas episodes uh-huh. called My Dad is Scrooge. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. With the help from some talking farm animals, yeah. two kids perform the classic of Christmas carol to awaken the seasonal spirit in their workaholic dad. Oh, there's also something called My Santa, My Dad. <laughs> We got to do that at Christmas. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, this is <laughs> My all dad terrible. is Scrooge. Uh-huh. There's also <laughs> a movie called A Dad for Christmas. Parentheses, me and Luke. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> Parentheses are the ones that want a dad yeah. for Christmas. Parentheses. Mm-hmm. Okay. All, all right, right, good enough. Let's that Is that what we're doing? Yeah, let's do it. Why not? My dad's yeah. a soccer mom. Mm-hmm. It's a Netflix pick. Let's <laughs> do it. God damn it. All right, let's get these records out to roll on. This is one of those rare moments where I'm like, which one of these do I want to see more? <laughs> I like that. Sometimes the loser has to be a uh, intriguing loser. Yeah. What is this going to be? I imagine it's going to be terrible. Yeah, it's some shitty kids movie. Casey is rolling. <sighs> and he has rolled a one. <laughs> oh, wow. Looks like I'm about to find out. <laughs> All right, I'm rolling. My uh-huh. dad is a soccer mom. That's five. Yeah, Greg. Oh boy, I've been Greg's on a real winning streak. He can roll zero. That's a two. two. That's a two. Oh, yeah. Casey, I lose for the first time in, in a, a long, long time. time. Yeah, yeah. Yes, like two months. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Uh-huh. Watch that movie. Hey, it's was a net- I maybe trying to lose? Hey, it's a, net- <laughs> it's a Netflix pick. Yeah, yeah. You were trying. Nice. You tried to throw the die in the perfect way. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking that to myself. I'm like, it is at home, and also if I don't lose. That means I have to watch this other Hunger Games movie. Yeah. I've yeah. seen the third one and then go to a movie theater. Yeah. yeah. But also I was like, you I don't really don't want to watch my dad as a soccer mom. Yeah, <laughs> that's going to be really laborious. I'm not going to enjoy that part, yeah. but I am going to enjoy the not having to see the Hunger yeah, Games. Yeah. It was yeah. hard to watch that Russell Madness movie. That was yeah. rough. Man. Yeah, yeah, sometimes you're hey, didn't we yeah. get an email? Didn't somebody be like, hey, my boyfriend works for that film company or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I don't that know why we didn't follow up on this. We need to. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous. I was going to bring it up the last uh, uh, the last episode, but then yeah. I forgot. Um, yeah, we, we, uh, we need to get back. So whoever that was, yeah, uh, please get back in touch with us, yeah. and uh, or we'll uh, just find that email and get in touch with you because you've already gotten in touch with us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. Listen, keep keep calling. Just keep emailing. Uh, <laughs> we'll eventually answer. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, amazing. Basically, just let us know uh, if you can get us free stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and if it and can be... if they will let us write the sequel to Russell Madness. Oh. Yeah. 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 Can Let's you start a campaign yeah. where we're allowed to write that sequel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I would love to start writing those kinds of movies. Fuck yeah, yeah it'd be the best. <laughs> yeah. If you want us to write uh, movies about dogs that wrestle, I think we yeah. should just write or a, do whatever. Jobs. Can you yeah, still write yeah. a spec yeah. script? Maybe, maybe they're yeah. just dogs that get a lot of boners. I feel like we're the ones writing it. I feel like if you write a spec script for that industry of filmmaking, they would just They'll make just it because that the script. script is there. Yeah, right. Yeah. Why not? Like if you wrote like my dog is a Santa Claus yeah. uh, helper yeah, five, yeah. they'd be like, well, we got to make one through. Yeah. Four, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. This dog, Santa's helper, does he fart? Yeah, he yeah. farts. Yeah. yeah. All right, roll it. Uh, I wrote a spec script called My Dog is My Mom's Cat. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sounds like it has a dog. Are they well, both farting? <laughs> yeah. If we can get that cat to fart, it'd be gold. Well, we've got all of this uh, unused audio from Eric Roberts in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? In a trash can. All the stuff where he was really drunk. Yeah. 
From a talking cat, we'll just use that again. Yeah. yeah. Great. Oh, man. Well, this would be the part of the episode where we get to 902 and OER Relay, but we're still looking for the episode. It's it, it's the impossible it's, dream. Yeah. Oh, Next, you can it, find well, it. Eh? It's I on can't, Hulu. I can't find it anywhere. What Apparently, it? it's on Hulu. That's the like, mm. but so, I can't get Hulu because I don't have the Gorman Magic. Are we gonna say w- that I will? Do you want to bounce the, the order episode? around? Yeah, and we're you gonna can watch to. it on Hulu because yeah. you got Magic. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Then so then there's here. one more episode, and then there's the yeah. no, yeah, okay. no, no. It's just I think it's just something in the air, and then. Oh, the finale? Oh, the finale? Because the finale is it's like two. super long. Yeah, it okay. is, but it isn't. Oh, okay, hold on. Let me look. Let's see how many yeah. we got. And then I'll but wait, but basically, because I looked for that. Like I, I was like, okay, well, maybe yeah. I'll watch another episode or something, or yeah. or we'll have to switch it around. But uh, yeah. Uh, but while Greg looks that up, yes, we have an announcement. Huh. Um, uh, a listener reached out by the name of Matt Brown, uh-huh. who you may remember from all of our fans telling him to go fuck himself. <laughs> <laughs> um. But he he reached out and said, you know, after season three, they leave high school. Yeah. There's stuff to be found to make fun of and to laugh at, but it becomes a bit more of a sparse uh, yeah. act of film wa- uh, television watching. Right. Yeah. So he said, how about if uh, we got together and did some recording where he will, you know, tell us the story of 90210 as if it's uh, almost a bedtime story and yeah. sort of regale us with the continuing adventures, but in a um, in a bit more of a uh, edited down format. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of hit all those things that we need to know through the yeah. rest of the series. Yeah. And hopefully we can do that. And then uh, we'll have those to sprinkle through some Christmas episodes to 12 days of 90210 miss or something. Yeah. Yeah. And then we can just listen to those, and just uh, and we'll just rip on Matt Brown for a yeah. while. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Uh, <laughs> and also, uh, so okay, something in the air. That's the episode we're looking for, right? Yes, that's the episode where Donna farts. <laughs> something in the air. Something in the air. It's uh, poop particles. Uh, <laughs> then commencement part one okay. is an hour and thirty three minutes, and commencement part two is an hour. And thirty-three. Okay. Minutes. Holy fuck! Listen, so, li- this is you, you what don't we're know doing. how insulting Jesus. that is because I watched. I, I started watching Commencement Part One, uh-huh. and and the fact that that it's that long, I, I don't want to say why it's insulting, uh-huh. but I'll t- but you'll find out. Yeah. Um, well, now we have to for those two episodes. Yeah. Plan to watch both of them back to back together. Yeah. While drinking. Oh, okay. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That sounds and, great. And like break in the middle to, to do our 90210, the first one, and then like half an hour about the first one, half an hour about the second one, we'll have an hour long finale mm. as oh, a podcast. Wait, so we watch the first one while, while we drink. drinking. Stop. Yeah. Do record about a half an hour of us talking about that episode. Yeah. yeah. Continue the uh, second part. Yeah. While drinking, yeah. Stop again and record another we'll record half another hour half to put hour. on to that last half hour. Okay, sounds good. I feel like. One half of that is going to be incoherent, <laughs> and then another half of it is going to be very incoherent. <laughs> I think yeah. so. Okay. Because I yeah. feel like I, we oh, were saying... I'm, I'm fully in Yeah, because we idea. were like, we have to watch the finale together, but now we have to watch the finale double feature uh, yeah, together. Yeah, it's that's a three-hour movie. Yeah, we have to watch three hours of this. Right? <laughs> we'll have to make an afternoon of it, a Sunday afternoon or yes, something. Yes, sir. Yep, I'm down with that. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Is that some singing outside? Yeah. There's some carolers outside. Yeah. Already. <laughs> Guys, I saw um, a, uh, uh, on, I was on the bus and I, I, one, like, uh, uh, whew, I've had some caffeine. Yeah. Uh, 
there was a house with a, a Christmas tree up already. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that offends you guys. Apparently, that really offends a lot of people. I'm not talking about in a real war on Christmas way. It's just people, if you have decorations up too early, uh, people really hate you for it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I'm not a big fan of it when, like, November 1st, I walk into shoppers and it's all Christmas stuff. And I'm like, I'm yeah. still riding on Halloween, all right? I'm still watching <laughs> horror movies. Still riding the Halloween dragon. Uh, but I'll tell you what, my Christmas tree is going up next weekend. Yeah. Cannot That's wait. fine. I think once you hit the, like, nearing the middle of november go for it man yeah yeah i love it i fucking christmas some people don't like halloween and they're waiting through halloween so like i get it no. you know what i mean yeah no i mean no i mean no mean yep well that's all for this week please remember to rate and review us on itunes email us at info at modern go to modern and comment on our discus threads tell all your friends about us in real life and follow us on facebook and twitter at swnwpc and listen to Empire and Dance with us by Simple Minds. Check it out. Yeah. yeah. I want to hear more feedback on that music. Yeah. I want to hear what you think. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but you can also go to modernsuperior.com, listen to the new Flight School episode about Fargo, the television show. Ooh. They talk I, about uh, the pilot episode. I've uh, watched two episodes of um, season two. Yeah. Talk what was about it, it next week? I had no idea. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, uh, they're well into it. No yeah. kidding. Yeah. Yes, and lots of other stuff up there on the mm-hmm. website to listen to, so check it out. Yeah. And until next week, goodbye, Internet. Oh, sorry. One more very quick thing. Hello, uh, Internet. I, uh, I, uh, <laughs> thanks for bringing it back. <laughs> uh, I meant to watch a movie called uh, The Diary of a Teenage Girl. Yeah. Uh, I, I went to download it, mm-hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. I downloaded a movie called The Diary of a Teenage Girl. I'll tell you what, guys. wasn't the movie I was intending to download. <laughs> it was not that movie at all. Uh. Did you not know until like you turned it on the TV? Well, I didn't know until I opened the file, um, and uh, it was uh, four separate files, each with a different girl's name. And I'm like, oh, it's, I wonder why it's uh, split up like I that. I should probably watch all four of these to <laughs> uncover the mystery. I should probably watch all four of these. Maybe take my pants off. <laughs> but... Uh... Because I would have thought it would be really funny if, like, you just downloaded it and, like, sent it to a USB and put it in your TV and were like, it's on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know how to not stop Not knowing, it. yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's what happened. Oh, really? Well, <laughs> I, yeah, because, well, like, I saw the file, and it was the four different things with, like, the different girls' names, and I'm like, well, I don't know what the movie's like or how it's, like, maybe... <laughs> maybe it's a porn. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm supposed to jerk it to this thing. I don't know. Uh, but, uh, but like, but I didn't know, like, maybe, maybe, it maybe was, the there were different four chapters. perspectives chapters. or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then for some reason they just broke it up into these files. I understand the lie you were telling yourself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't just telling, I was also telling Miles that lie. Uh, I was like, come on, just watch this movie with me. I don't, it's supposed to be critically acclaimed. Did it get to the point where, like, you put it on the TV and you're like, oh, wait. Uh, yes. Uh, you press play and, and it, it it, it had this weird production company, and then it just said, "Porn." <laughs> <laughs> but was the, was the situation like you and Mayo sat down to watch it? Sat down to watch it, oh, yeah. No. Press play, and it was just like this, like neon pink uh, yeah. production company logo kind of thing. But it was just some letters. And then, what was her before, reaction? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> there was nary a boob to be seen before the word 
porn <laughs> came up on the, on the screen. And I was like, I'll tell you what, I don't think this is the right movie. <laughs> I'm only going to give this 30 more minutes <laughs> before I decide. For I'm going to give this seven more minutes, and then I'll stop for a bit. Wow. <laughs> then, yeah. then maybe another eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, to be honest, probably three. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> So, anyway, long story short, I have a new favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard that fucking Kevin Nealon porn review thing? Yeah, oh, man. It's the fucking best. More interested, very interested, very, very interested than not interested at all. <laughs> I found myself going back to heavy into Jeff. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yep. Well, good. Yep. Goodbye, Internet. Okay, we're closing it back up. Time. Yep. We'll see you next Wednesday. There's a ghost at the end of the safe haven, and there is a Steve Martin dog at the end of <laughs> Love the Coopers. So. Yeah. Oh. What were you going to say? Oh, I was just going uh, to tell Gene to go fuck himself. Oh. Here you yeah. go. Gene, this isn't a game. <laughs> <laughs> Gene, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> been a presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network. Check, check. Check on my, my, my microphone. And also my microphone. And like also my microphone. I want to ride my microphone. I want, I want to ride my mic. <laughs> I w- <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.